In this presentation, we will discuss the term of qualified education expenses as they relate to the Coverdale Education Savings Account, the ESA. This information can be found in publication 970. Qualified education expenses. Generally, these are expenses required for the enrollment or attendance of the designated beneficiary at an eligible educational institution. The expenses can be either qualified higher education expenses or qualified elementary and secondary education expenses. So note, as we think about these qualified education expenses, you may hear this terminology with different types of benefits related to education. Want to make sure that you're applying that terminology to the proper area the proper type of benefit that we are looking at here so here the expenses can be either qualified higher education expenses or qualified elementary and secondary education so it's one component that we want to basically keep in mind because we may often think of it as being strictly for the higher education or that being the uh, thought that might be more common but we also have the qualifications for elementary and secondary and of course it's for the attendance of the designated beneficiary so we are once again imagining putting money in having a designated beneficiary for which that money will be and then at the end that that money being taken and used for the qualified expenses uh, which include the education expenses back the text text designated beneficiary this is the individual named in the document creating the trust or custodial account to be received to receive the benefit of the funds in the account so the designated beneficiary then for imagining this process we're putting money into the account for the designated beneficiary typically being the one that's going to be going to school at a later point in time the money's being put into the account for that designated beneficiary and that's going to create a trust or custodial account and that means that basically this money's going into an account that's going to possibly be under kind of control or management in a trust type format or custodial someone's having uh, control over the managing of the account uh, to, for the benefit, of course, of the beneficiary at the end of the time period or when it will be distributed from the account. Back to the text. Contributions to Qualified Tuition Program, QTP. A contribution to a QTP, Qualified Tuition Program, is a qualified education expense if the contribution is on behalf of the designated beneficiary of the Coverdale ESA. In the case of a change in beneficiary, this is a qualified expense only if the new beneficiary is a family member of that designated uh, beneficiary. So in other words, we're thinking about two kind of beneficiary programs. We've got the Coverdell ESA and the Qualified Tuition Program. Well, what if there was a distribution from the Qualified Tuition Program or from the e, from the Coverdale ESA to a qualified tuition program QTP meaning we've got money going out of the Coverdale ESA to the qualified tuition program well there could be uh, revenue on that money and we, of course the goal is for it to not be tax-free so is it possible then to take the money as a qualified distribution to take the money out of the Coverdale ESA and distribute it to a qualified tuition program a QTP and so let's read through it again. A contribution to a QTP is a qualified education expense if the contribution is on behalf of the designated beneficiary of the Coverdale ESA. So if it's on behalf of the de designated beneficiary, in the case of a change in beneficiary, this is a qualified expense only if the new beneficiary is a family member of that designated beneficiary. 
Back to the text or next item. Eligible educational institution. An eligible educational institution can be either an eligible post-secondary school or an eligible elementary or secondary school. So notice, once again, we're not talking about simply or only uh, post-secondary. We've got the eligible elementary and secondary schools as well. Eligible post-secondary school and eligible post-secondary school is generally any accredited public, nonprofit, or proprietary, privately owned, profit-making, college, university, vocational school, or other post-secondary educational institution. Also, the institution must be eligible to participate in a student aid program administered by the U.S. Department of Education. Virtually all accredited post-secondary institution meets this definition. The educational institution should be able to tell you if it, it is an eligible educational institution. So you want to be able to go to the institution. You want to see what their credentials are, who's the accrediting body of them. And if they're accredited, virtually all accredited post-secondary institutions meet the def this definition, then we should be able to get that information from the institution. Back to the text. An eligible educational institution also includes certain educational institutions located outside the United States that are eligible to participate in a student aid program administered by the U.S. Department of Education. Eligible elementary or secondary school. An eligible elementary or secondary school is any public, private, or religious school that provides elementary or secondary education, kindergarten through 12, grade 12, as determined under state law. Qualified higher education expenses. These are expenses related to enrollment or attendance at an eligible post-secondary school. As shown in the following list, to be qualified, some of the expenses must be required by the school and some must be incurred by students who are enrolled at least half-time. So we have this concept of what does it mean to be qualified uh, education expenses. And so we'll go through the list here. Number one, the following expenses must be required for enrollment or attendance of a designated beneficiary at an eligible post-secondary school. So they're going to have to be required for enrollment or attendance. These are the expenses we're talking about. A, tuition and fees. So that, that's going to be the obviously the most common one. We would think tuition. Well, that would be qualifying. Then we have books, supplies, and equipment. So that would be typical. We would think, okay, the books are kind of pretty much required. And then two, expenses for special needs services needed by a special needs beneficiary must be incurred in connection with enrollment or attendance at an eligible post-secondary school. Expenses for room and board must be incurred by students who are enrolled at least half-time defined below. The expense for room and board qualifies only to the extent that it isn't more than the greater of the following two amounts. A. The allowance for room and board as determined by the school that was included in the cost of attendance for federal financial aid purposes for a particular academic period and living arrangement of the student b the actual amount charged if the student is residing in housing owned or operated by the school you may need to contact the eligible educational institution for qualified room and board costs so notice the room and board costs are could be includable but there's a there's some re restrictions and you could see why they might be more concerned the irs be more concerned with room and board costs as eligible expenses so so you want to uh, look into those into more depth uh, if the, if that's going to be something of concern or applying to you. Number four, the purchase of computer and per, uh, peripheral equipment. 
computer software or internet access and related services if it is to be used primarily by the beneficiary during any of the years the beneficiary is enrolled at an eligible post-secondary school. This doesn't include expenses for computer software, for sports, games, or hobbies, unless the software is pre, uh, predominantly educational in nature. So this is something that could be significant. We have other types of uh, equipment and computer software, if applicable to uh, the school. Half-time student. A student is enrolled at least half-time if he or she is enrolled for at least half the full-time uh, academic workload for the course of study the student is pursuing as determined under the standards of the school where the student is enrolled. Qualified uh, elementary and secondary education expenses. These are expenses related to enrollment or attendance at an eligible elementary or secondary school. As shown in the following list, to be qualified, some of the expenses must be required to or provided by the school. There are special rules for computer-related expenses. 1. The following expenses must be incurred by a designated beneficiary in connection with enrollment or attendance at an eligible elementary or secondary school. Uh, A. We have the tuition and fees. B. Books, supplies, and equipment. C. Academic tutoring. And then D. Special needs services for a special needs beneficiary. 2. The following expenses must be must be required or provided by an eligible elementary or secondary school in connection with attendance or enrollment. Uh, room and board, we've got the uniforms, we got the transportation, supplementary items and services including, extend, including extended day programs. Three, the purchase of computer and peripheral equipment, computer software, fiber optic cables related to computer use or internet access and related services is a qualified elementary and secondary education expense if it is to be used by the beneficiary and the beneficiary's family during any of the years the beneficiary is in elementary or secondary school. This doesn't include expenses for computer software designed for sports, games, or hobbies unless the software is uh, predominantly educational in nature.